Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, a little behind. Apologize to Coach Curry standing by. Chris Curry up in Fayetteville. Trojans, uh, tough day yesterday against Arkansas. Today, another crack at it. That's the cool thing about baseball, regardless of what happened yesterday. Today's a new day at the ballpark. We are at Dickey Stevens today, Coach, as we welcome you in, watching the Travelers get it done against the Cardinals. 6-2 is in an old Cub. I know you love seeing the Cardinals lose as much as I do. At least I hope you do. But uh, appreciate you joining us. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's uh, great baseball weather all over the state. It's amazing the difference a week makes. Uh, we've got uh, some of the best weather I think I can remember since we played this series uh, here in Fayetteville. So about 75 and sunny with light wind. We'll take it. A tough day yesterday for your pitchers, especially. Um, too many walks, obviously, and it led to a pretty comfortable win for Arkansas. Um, but, again, you know, every day is a new day and every game is a little different. You guys were coming off a really good run over the weekend, sweeping your conference series. Uh, the midweek games are always a little bit weird. What were your takeaways from Arkansas? Obviously, their offense has been raking most of the year. Well, you know, top five club, and, and there's a reason for that. And what they did a good job of not chasing out of the strike zone. And then, then when they were able to get runners in scoring position, they got the big hit. And that's why you see them playing so well. Uh, up to last night, we had been playing well. We had been doing similar things. Uh, our pitching the last, the previous four games before yesterday had been uh, going really well. Of course, in midweek games, you, you pitch uh, both clubs, pitch different uh, different names and uh we gave some guys some opportunities and um obviously that didn't go so great but you use those midweek games to find some things out about the depth of your roster uh if you want to take away some pot it's never a positive when you lose a game but we did use the game uh, as an opportunity to give some guys some work to give some other players some at bats as it got later in the game and so we'll get back out there today and it's a new day. I'm I'm really excited to see how our guys respond. The message to the to the team last night was, hey, in baseball you've got to have the ability to have a terrible memory. Uh, it's not like football where you got to sit on it for seven days, or you know basketball it's even three or four days. But baseball you you got a game the next day, and you got to have the ability to flush it and move on, and uh, say, hey, they got us last night. Let's get them today. Who are y'all throwing tonight? We'll start Eric McKnight. He's an older guy. He's been around the environment a little bit. Um, He is starting to emerge. In the past, he's been a weekend starter. Uh, The past few years, in his early years, his arm took a little longer coming out of the January uh, offseason, and now he's starting to feel better, and he's a guy that we're bringing along. So we're going to use him along with a lot of other names out of the bullpen. We've got to keep our mind, just like Arkansas has a big series this weekend, we've got a big series at Eastern Illinois. Uh, we're right now near the top of our standings in our league. Our team goal is to get to a regional, and Eastern Illinois is a good club and picked high in preseason. So you've got to play this game tonight to win it, while at the same time, and both sides are doing this, as you know, Justin, make sure that you don't handicap yourself for the weekend. I think Eastern Illinois, that's one of the few teams to beat Arkansas this year in the non-conference. Is that right, Coach? 
That's right, Wes. And, and so if you, if you look at these five games this week on the road, uh, a really, really tough five-game stretch for us. And, and we, we knew that, you know, months ago. You know, and they're all five on the road, and, and they're all five good clubs. And so this, we were able to be comfortable starting at home in the first part of the season with 19 new players. Not necessarily young players, but new to our program. We've got 19 new guys that have never played in Fayetteville. I think that was a little bit of a factor last night as well. And so playing here, seeing the quality pitching, the quality hitters, the, the environment, I think is only going to bode well for us uh, down the stretch. And, and I look for the guys to bounce back today, very honestly. What was frustrating about last night early on was, you know, we started the top of the first inning by, by scoring two runs. And I was, I was excited about that. And we didn't, from the get-go, we didn't throw strikes and compete in the strike zone. And so that was a message to them. But you're right, Wes. Uh, Eastern Illinois, I think, took one game uh, at Fayetteville. They've always pitched it really well. Jason Anderson, their head coach, was a big leaguer. And he develops arms. He has high draft. But Eastern Illinois actually had a first-round shortstop a couple of years ago to go to Yankees. So, we got our hands full this five-game stretch here. Talking to Chris Curry, head coach, Little Rock Trojans, and uh, we talked a little bit about your series. As far as Arkansas coaches, comparatively to some of the teams you've seen from them in the past, you know, it's been really an offensive juggernaut that's kind of led the way for them. They're still trying to figure out their pitching rotation, it seems like, and obviously they've got guys who've been in and out of the lineup with injuries. I know they're trying to get Tiger back towards the end of this month. But uh, offensively, uh, what stands out about their guys you know, Borfin, I saw went yard again yesterday. He's been a, a very dangerous guy. Wagner's been really good all year. He didn't play a lot yesterday. but um, And then, you know, Josenberger, you know, a real true leadoff guy for them. Uh, what do you like about their lineup, or what makes their lineup difficult to pitch through? Well, having seen them, you know, every, every year, you know, since we've been at Little Rock and even before, there are years where they have kind of marquee guys uh, that you circle in the lineup, like, you know, Casey Martin or Kerstad or, uh, a more last year that you kind of circle and say you can't let this guy beat you. This lineup, in my opinion, is much much more balanced top to bottom. I, I wouldn't, you know, Wegner's having a, a very good game. Uh, I'm sorry, a very good season. And and actually, we played against Wegner his freshman year. Creighton came to Little Rock, and he was a very good true freshman hitter. We knew he was going to be good then. Um, that was all the way back in 2019, and so we, we've known him for a while. Um, but top to bottom, there's depth, there's balance. Uh, Josenberger has done a great job at, at the top of the order. Switch hitter can run, play outfield very well, defend. You know, uh, Diggs is, is a good hitter. Slavin's had the day off, but it's familiar with him. But there's balance. Um, there's there's not that one key marquee guys that have been in the past, like I said, but uh, one through nine, they're balanced. They they don't chase out of the strike zone. They can run, and uh, they just kind of grind it bats out against you. And before you know it, you know second and third, one out, and they've got it. They got an inning going. Coach, I'm a big fan of Peyton Holt. Remember him playing football there at Greenwood, but just what he he brings on the baseball field. Uh, he, to me, he's he's a player, and they can't get him on the field because. There's nowhere for him to play right now. I think that is, to me, the best example I can give somebody of how deep this team is. What do you see out of their depth and some of the guys you saw yesterday that doesn't play for them on the weekends? 
Yeah, but both teams really got into the depth of, of their rosters yesterday. Very familiar with Peyton Holt, good player. I think he was committed to Louisiana out of high school. May have gone down there for a semester, a fall, and then came back to Crowder. Um, we were familiar with him and on him, and he uh, came over to Fayetteville. He's strong, uh, especially if you if you get close to him. He's not very tall, but he's very strong. And uh, of course, the height really doesn't matter in baseball. And uh, made some good plays out at second base, and you know that that's just developing your depth. Maybe it's a pinch hit. Maybe you know, God forbid, something happens and you need a guy. You know, it, the, the game got to a point for both clubs where where both clubs started trying to manage that way to get certain guys at bats, get guys experienced. But yeah, when you've got depth like that to come off the bench, that's that's priceless because down the stretch you're going to need it. Coach, as the game went along, uh, your son actually became uh, kind of the star of the broadcast. They talked about him a lot. Were you able to enjoy the moment, having him on the bench with you and, and spending some time? I was, uh, you know, very, very frustrated during the game with the score and the way things were going. We made some mental mistakes and things like that. But uh, I, I think you only get one shot in, in life to allow your kids to be with you in a work environment, in in a in a environment like that, and he he's gone to a few other series, not just the, the Arkansas series. He went to Memphis and some other. So he's 13. He's just starting to kind of realize what's going on a little bit and and what it means to be around it. And uh, it, it was kind of Clay Goodwin and I are close friends. Clay's the director of operations for Arkansas, and you know Clay uh, came to the hospital the night Caleb was born, started coach Van Horn and Clay has a son Gage and I was able to see him and still got some relationships and, and so that was cool um to have him in there and, and plus to be very honest, I want him to be around this environment and learn what it's like to play the game the right way and see what players do as they handle themselves on and off the field. But Caleb has earned the right to be in the dugout because the you know, we have a saying he he's to be seen and not heard. And so he does a great job of kind of staying over there in the corner and um, staying out of the way and not being a distraction and, and handling himself in, in a mature way and allows me to just coach and, and not really worry, worry about him. But, yeah, I don't want to miss the opportunity for, for my son to be around uh, at, at a ball game for sure. That's cool. Yeah, I have that policy with Maddox at home too, Coach. Seen but not heard. I like that. <laughs> um, listen, good luck today, Coach, and good luck this weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, take care. It's Chris Curry over at Little Rock, one of our favorites. He is uh, my adopted life coach in addition to being a great baseball coach.